Record it now. Wait, it's whatever. I'm just gonna edit it anyway. That sounds like the Fed. I know, right? Isn't that creepy as shit? It's just like, wait a minute. Who's following? You're now being recorded. <laughs> this message will self-destruct in yeah. five. You're <laughs> now being recorded. So watch what you fucking say. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, what's up, Chris? Not much, man. How you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. You know, let me just honestly, first off, I mean, I'm sure you've been getting this like crazy, but can I just say like, thank you? I don't know if anybody's just ever straight up said thank you to you, but for real, man, like this is like huge that we got shit to send out to people to kind of just catch them up, you know, with certain little issues that are important. You know what I mean? And I mean, man, I can't think of anybody who does it better than you for real, you know? Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate that. And you were in that, uh, part of the problem inner circle, right? So that's where I first met you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, you were very nice to me there too, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, I remember you inspiring the shit out of me. I mean, that's kind of how I got into this, you know? I saw you making videos and I'm like, damn, dude, he's making an impact. These are good. It looks fun to do too. So I remember even trying my own little videos. If you go on my Instagram, you could probably find that. Uh, some video that I made on like the, some immigration i don't even know what it was honestly i just was like i want to do something you know everybody was in that mode where it was like after the lockdown it was like i just want to help out i want to do something um, i i inspired like a few people like that like there were a few people who would send me their videos and they were like in the exact same style as mine <laughs> yeah but like and it's like man i kind of inspired away but i think after people realized like yeah this does take a lot of time then yeah. a lot of people fell off and even i've like I don't do it as much as I used to just because now I'm so busy with work and stuff, but you know. Well, well hey, it seems like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact story, but I would imagine that those videos are kind of what got you into the whole Odyssey world, which I, I think that's what you mean by your work, right? Because that's where you're at now, working for Odyssey. Yeah, Jeremy Kaufman. He uh, he messaged me after the first one I did about Blue Pill Libertarians and he kept up with me and eventually he offered me a job. So that uh, that's an example of something where Whenever I started making videos, I never would have guessed that would have happened. <laughs> well, dude, man, you deserve it, dude. I mean, that's that's fantastic that that happened. Yeah, it made me really pumped to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, man, you were inspiring the shit of a bunch of people, including me. And then I kind of realized, I was like, I don't know if this serious thing is for me. Like, I don't know if yeah. making serious videos is like for me. So that's why I kind of started doing this stuff. You know, it's a little bit more fun. I figured, you know, let's see the fun side of, you know, some of our favorite podcasters and video makers, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, not everything needs to be like super serious. Like my Twitter, whenever I first started on Twitter, cause I had no clue what I was doing on Twitter. I was just like, well, Dave Smith and Malice like shouted me out. So I guess I bought <laughs> to make a Twitter and stuff. And like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, all of my tweets were like dead serious. And like, <laughs> I would hit right at the character limit and stuff and now i send out just stupid shit like (laughs) yeah and it's mixed in with like serious political takes but there's a lot of nonsense there too well i I, one thing i've noticed you've been doing on twitter that has it i'll say it it's has had an impact on me i would imagine it's had an impact on other people but you know there's a huge division right now with the whole post-libertarian thing you know and i don't know if it's a huge let me just tell you that i don't know if it's a huge division um, I know that there are a, a, there are a lot of people who are against the post-libertarian thing, but frankly mm-hmm. won't say anything about it sure. uh, because of the people involved with it. Sure. Um, and because of this whole Mises caucus thing, because people don't want to cross each other. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if it's a huge divide. I think that it is just, they're very vocal. It's the same thing that happened a few years ago with uh, like everyone is talking about this libertarian to alt-right pipeline. Like it's mm. the same thing. You have libertarians or libertarians, and then they realize like, hey, whatever social outcomes they want, 
they can't, they'd rather take the easy way and try to do it through state force. And then they move into this auth right direction. Mm -hmm. um, it's like they approach it like there are these new radical thinkers. It's the same stuff that's already happened in the past that continue that will continue to happen. It'll happen again. It'll happen again in the future. Yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, it is what it is. That's exactly kind of the message that I'm talking about when I say like you yeah. tweet stuff like that and it makes me go, oh yeah, that's right. You know, you, I find myself listening to their ideas and I'm an open-minded person. I mean, shit, that's how we all kind yeah. of find this stuff in the first place, you know? So I consider them, I don't, I would never consider myself a post-libertarian or Praxian or anything like that, but I definitely enjoy hearing them out. And so I find myself interested in it, but then you come along and you have all these tweets and then I'm like, oh, he's making like way more sense of it too. And I'm just like, oh, that's right. You know? So I just want to say, yeah. I appreciate you stepping up and taking a lot of courage to kind of just say, Hey, you know what, actually here's how it is. Um, because yeah. I think that that voice isn't coming out as much right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they do have a lot of great points. Like as far as the King pilling Matt Erickson stuff, like, uh, you know, build wealth, focus on your personal life. I listen to Jason Stapleton, yeah. uh, even after he made a switch from talking more about politics to more towards the wealth building stuff. I like Jason Stapleton. I completely agree with all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and they come at me with criticisms like, hey, so you just think that, you know, most people don't accept libertarianism and they come at me with criticism like, like this. And it's like, I made an entire video called Reach the Remnant that is exactly about how the majority of people will never be libertarians. And it's to your benefit to focus on the small percentage that will. Yeah. Uh, and it's like this well filling stuff, like no one disagrees with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the points that are good points, I think, aren't really unique or original to them, but they just pose it as if like everyone else disagrees with them whenever I don't think that's really the case. Yeah. But honestly, with something you just touched on right there, that was my favorite. I think it was my favorite tweet I saw you sent out where you were just like, everybody keeps telling me I'm not doing anything. And you're just like, dude, I'm working for Odyssey. Like I'm literally building a platform for all of you guys to use for libertarian yeah. ideas. So it's just like, I just, that was just a mic drop right there. I'm just like, yeah. no one can well, say shit, man. And then a certain someone said like, oh, this kid's so arrogant. You didn't build Odyssey. And it's like, I didn't say I built Odyssey. Sure. Yeah. I said, it is my job to help build Odyssey. And, you know, say like, I have a very small role in Odyssey, 100% true. Like I'm not, you know, it was around, it was already, you know, like a 20 million user site or 30 million user site whenever I was hired. Now it's, yeah. I think up to 40 million. Oh. Um, so sure, you can say that, you know, it was already a growing site and stuff. Just me doing anything, I've done more than, you know, the average <laughs> exactly. keyboard warrior on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And uh, also, dude, how old are you? Like 21, 20? And you've been here for like a few months. <laughs> I am 21. I started making videos in November. So I haven't even been yeah. around for a year yet. So that's another thing. Like these people want to talk shit. Um, I'm new. I have time that they don't. Yeah. And I am very confident in myself. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying, man. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. Well, Hey man, I'm rooting for you. I'm on your side. Not that there's sides to it, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm a big supporter of it. So yeah. good shit, man. But anyways, enough of that boring, serious shit. Let's have some fucking fun, huh? Let's, yeah. uh, let's get into it. Okay. So we all know the game, Mary fuck kill fun game. We're all playing it at sleepovers. I got my own version of it and it is the non-aggression principle version. So I'm going to give you three people and you are going to decide which of the three you want to assault, which one you would like to rob and which one you would like to murder. So here are your three people. The three people are uh, Dave Smith, Michael Malice, and John Stossel. Oh my God. 
Uh, okay, so first off, I'll just say you have to rob John Stossel, right? Because he's got to have the most money of the bunch being on TV oh. and stuff for years. Interesting. Um, and, you know, you can't murder John Stossel. Like, <laughs> although it would make sense to murder John Stossel because he's the oldest, but at the same time, like, he's kind of this mythological type creature to where he may live forever so i don't know if i want to murder him yeah he might be immortal we're not exactly sure um so as far as murdering this is actually like i know that it's down to dave smith and michael miles this is actually very easy for me oh um so i'm you know widely considered or not widely considered i don't know what i'm talking about but people often (laughs) refer to me as malice jr yeah so if i murdered michael michael malice I wouldn't be Malice Jr. I'd just be Drew Hancock. Oh, interesting. So then that void, Michael Malice, I can just fit right in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not Malice Jr. It's just like, (laughs) oh, hey, that Malice guy, you know, like years (laughs) in the future, they're like, man, that Malice guy sounds a lot like Drew Hancock (laughs) after he's like dead. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. That's a a good one. And then Dave Smith, I would just assault, (laughs) which, uh, yeah, for being a Jew. That's exactly. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Jewish people got to get assaulted, even yeah. though Michael Malice is Jewish too. Is John Stossel Jewish? I don't I, know. Probably. I don't know. He might be. I know he's an atheist. I don't know if he's an ethnic <laughs> Jew or not. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But, well, that that's a good answer, man. That makes. You know, sense. I might rob Dave Smith and like take his gold. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, let's make the official answer: Rob Dave Smith. Uh, uh, assault John. Now Stossel. I'll I'll still assault Dave Smith and Rob okay. John Stossel and sorry Malice, <laughs> murdering you to take your spot. All of a sudden you're just doing live streams. Yeah, from his, he would probably exactly, and then I get all the super chats <laughs> that he can't even keep up with at this point because he's so famous. Oh man, yeah, it's getting nuts. Yeah, yeah. So Malice would probably do the same. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, he'd probably kill you too. Only fair. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Very good, man. All right. Cool. Um, all right, let's keep it going along. So, uh, speaking of the nap, which is what this is all about. Um, I'm curious if you've ever had a time in your life where perhaps you may have witnessed somebody's nap being violated. Maybe you saw a fight, maybe you, uh, witnessed somebody stealing something. Maybe it was something the government did. You saw it to somebody and really screwed them over that you consider a violation of nap. So what, what, what's kind of the biggest memory you have as far as something that stands out to you, someone getting their nap violated? Someone else getting their nap violated? Yeah. Uh, well, I've been to, you know, I'm a Chiefs fan. I have been to several Chiefs games. Like my dad and I were season ticket holders. We were season ticket holders. We're not anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, but whenever I was a kid and uh, we went to this Ravens Chiefs playoff game in, 2000, in January of 2011, the 2010 season, and it was like the only year that the Chiefs were good under with Matt Castle as quarterback under Todd Haley. Oh, okay. And the first half went really well for the most part. It was seven to three, and the Ravens scored with like no time left. And then from the rest of the game on, uh, the final score was 30 to seven. Like the Chiefs didn't score again. They just got <laughs> uh and you know, there's a lot of Ravens fans at the game, and there's a lot of drunk Chiefs fans at the game, and you know friendly people. Well, you know. <laughs> You'd think that they might restrain themselves around. I would have been a 10 year old kid at the time, but no, oh, there's wow. a whole lot of like, fuck yous. And <laughs> I, we didn't drive all the way from Maryland for, to watch them fucking lose. And like, Oof. and you know, some punches might've been thrown, <laughs> which uh, I don't know. 
who would have started this stuff, whether <laughs> sure, it's the yeah. Raven side or the Chiefs side, but uh, assault is assault. Well, the Chiefs started it by losing. It's their fault. They violated the nap. Come on. Exactly. Guys. Matt Castle threw like three interceptions <laughs> in the second half. He freaking sucked. <laughs> he violated the nap. He put he aggressed on a lot of people. He was by so <laughs> bad. He violated the nap. That's like whenever that dude at the LP convention <laughs> took his clothes off and there is a dude at the microphone, like that was so offensive. It violates the non-aggression principle. Your offensive behavior is so aggressive. You're so aggressive. With yes, that. the Chiefs were so Pretty bad it violated the nap. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, that's a good answer. Hell yeah. There we go. Well, hopefully they, uh, I don't know if they're at the level where they stopped violating. How are they doing this year? Are they off to a good start? Uh, they are one and two. They are not off to a good start, but they'll be fine. <laughs> Hang on. So we're recording this. They just lost to the Chargers. I am making this prediction. They <laughs> will still win the AFC West. They will still win the AFC and they will be Super Bowl champions. So oh. if you're watching this, you know, note that it's September 27th. Uh, yeah, they're going <laughs> to win. Place all of your crypto on it like Chiefs <laughs> Super Bowl. Official financial advice. You heard it. I actually first. said that last year too, and they lost. So hopefully <laughs> no one listened last year. All right. I'll maybe wait a few months and then cut it out if I need to. <laughs> or yeah. it's like perfect. Um, all right. Very good. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. So moving on, speaking of violating the nap again, this time I'm curious if you've ever had a moment where somebody has violated the nap on you specifically, maybe somebody hurt you or took something from you, or maybe even just threatened you with something. So nothing actually comes to mind. And I think it might just be because like, I'm a pretty big person. Like if you've seen the photo of me with Josh Smith, like, yeah, I'm kind of a tall fellow to say the least. Um, but I will say a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of tweeted about this, I said I gave $7 to a homeless guy, hmm. but I didn't give any of the story behind it. Oh. So I didn't have the nap violated, but I thought I was going to have the nap violated. <laughs> so I had to go to the store, Walmart, at like 10 o'clock at night to buy motor oil because my car like burns through oil and I have to oh, do it God. all the time. And I thought I had extra, but I didn't. So I go to Walmart, buy, you know, 5W20 go out to my car late at night and I open the hood and I start putting in oil and out from the, or I hear like, Hey buddy. <laughs> and then I look over and there's a guy like wheeling over in a wheelchair. <laughs> and as he gets closer, I'm like, Oh, this dude has one leg. Oh. And I was like, am I about to get shook down by a one legged <laughs> guy? But then he got over and he was like, man, my arms sure are tired. And I, <laughs> I was like, this dude is going to ask me to go like help him lift something. And oh. then I'm going to get like jumped. Uh, right. fortunately, Can you help me load this box into my creepy van in the back of the parking lot where there's no lights? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. He'll pull like a Buffalo bill from silence of the lambs where like, I'll help him move a love seat into a car and he'll just like shut the doors and take me and yeah. uh, do all that rubs the lotion on its skin or else he gets the hose <laughs> again stuff. Um, and then he started telling me like this sob story about how like he's a veteran. And I'm like, if you want me to feel sympathy for you, don't tell me that you're a veteran. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, I eventually just stopped him while he was talking and I was just, okay, whatever. Here's, here's $7. <laughs> just shut up. Here's seven. <laughs> exactly. Like go away from me, which I was always raised to never give money to homeless people. Same. Yeah. So that was like, it was I that felt, bad. <laughs> I felt guilty for giving money to a one-legged guy. But yeah, I really thought I was going to get robbed by like a dude with one leg, which would have been very embarrassing. I mean, you technically did get robbed without all the formalities. 
we just kind of were like, you know what? Let's just cut to the chase. Here's the seven bucks. Let's skip the whole exactly. it was a fan thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a convenience fee. <laughs> I mean, that was actually everything in my wallet was $7, which is why I gave him $7. So if he would have robbed me, then, you know, he could have taken like my credit card and stuff. Just cancel that. He would have only got $7. So yeah, like uh, I, feel I like expedited that's how most robberies would go. I feel like most robberies would be like, what? Seven bucks. Yeah. Like, I think $9. I still have my. I think I still have my LP membership card in my wallet. So gotten that. <laughs> oh, that would have been very coveted. <laughs> exactly. He would have been like, wow, man. I'm, I don't even know what you could jokingly do with that. It's completely worthless. I'm, I'm going to become a delegate under Jew's name. <laughs> exactly. Sabotage yeah. him. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> yeah. <that'd be> <laughs> I use mine as a bookmark. I just, it's so useless. I'm like, I got That's a very good use for it. Yeah, it's like the only good thing I could think of. Yeah, but. I don't know why I keep mine in my wallet. I'm not even in the LP anymore. It's just awful. So even like, whenever I was in the LP, why would you keep it in your wallet? That's so douchey. <laughs> Dude, okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I was first got into like libertarian spaces and I got my libertarian card, I went to a libertarian meeting and I brought it with me because I was so scared they were gonna be like, are you a libertarian member? Like as if libertarians would be like, ID please, <laughs> you know what I mean? And now they want all the people that they can get going to those. Yeah, yeah. if anything, they'd be handing them out there. Like, you guys want one? Yeah, so- yeah. That was unreal that I can't believe I thought that back in the day. Silly me. Um, but all right, cool. Yeah, that's a good story. That's funny as hell. Um, glad you made it out okay. So my next question is, when is a time, and this is a vulnerable thing to say, so I know it's not going to be easy, but has there ever been a time where you yourself have violated the nap on somebody? Well, whenever you're in like the middle of a court case, you don't really want to talk about the details of it. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, whenever I was a kid, I actually like, I would get into fights all the time. Oh, really? And kid like elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, like the one that sticks out the most, I almost got expelled. Oh, um, shit. It was second grade at recess and we were playing tag and I don't remember why, but I called timeout for some reason. And the kid who was a tagger, even though I called timeout, still tagged me. So I was pissed, as <laughs> you should so. be. <laughs> and I punched him in the face. <laughs> and uh, he's like, tag, you're it. You're like, no, you're it. <laughs> exactly. And I got, that's exactly what happened. And I got in a lot of trouble. I almost, I didn't know this until like a couple of years ago. Apparently, I almost got kicked out of school for that. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> And they're like, he's just running around punching people. <laughs> like, time out, pop. <laughs> exactly. And I would do other, like, yeah, that's not the only time something like that happened. I was a troublemaker in that regard. Oh, really? Uh, which I guess people probably wouldn't expect because like, I'm soft I'm soft spoken and stuff now, but I literally can't picture you being mad and angry and yelling. Like I just I don't see it. I can't see I'm sure you were capable of it. You're a human, but I'm just oh. like, it just I can't see it in my head. Listen, whenever I was a kid, I had like really bad anger problems. Like for real, I would get pissed and uh, it subsided for a little bit. And then whenever I got my first job at Arby's, uh, whenever I was a 16 year old, it kind of like resurfaced just because of how stupid customers are and how stupid the other employees are. Uh, But for the most part, now I'm pretty calm and I don't punch people in the face anymore, you know? I just picture you at 20 years old now. Someone's like, hey man, you want to play like basketball or something? You're just like, no, punch him in the face. I said time out. You found me or something like that. I'm at the LP convention and I see like Sarwak and he's like (laughs) saying something to me and I just whack. (laughs) Like Maj Ture threatened him with that. So oh I remember that. Yeah. Oh man. That was a big hullabaloo. 
Oh yeah. It's so funny because it's like, most people would see that and they're like, like nobody's doing anything. Not like Maj wouldn't do anything, but he's just, he doesn't care. Like, honestly, I doubt that he even cares so much to actually go and punch somebody in the face, but yeah, they all like, go, they're like, Oh, he said, he threatened me. Ah, you know, it's like, ah. Hey, listen, that's a nap violation. That's another thing we both witnessed threat and violence. But I saw that a few months ago, whenever it was, and was like, he's just talking shit on Twitter. People yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, that's always a weird thing. It's like, where's the line getting drawn? Personally, I don't know if there is a line. It's like, just say whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? Is it ever really a threat? If I'm really meaning it a threat, am I going to tweet it? I don't know. But- yeah, I don't believe. I don't think people tweet threats, like <laughs> legitimate threats. Because yeah. if you were like plotting to murder someone, uh, why would you tweet that? Like, hey, I'm going to murder you. Like that yeah. kind of defeats the whole <laughs> purpose of the plan and like getting away with it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be very silly. Um, so yeah, that that's ridiculous. That's like in Opie and Anthony back in the day, they had a caller who called and was like, Hey, I'm planning on killing my ex-wife. It's like, oh. dude, if you're calling a national radio show, like the second biggest show behind Howard Stern on Sirius XM, why would you call them and tell them <laughs> I'm going to kill my ex-wife? Like, what do you think is going to happen after <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, what does she got? Huge titties? Like, how's her ass look? You know, just like, well, there's, oh, shit. there's that too. Because a <laughs> dude wanted to talk to Anthony because he knew that Anthony like had a divorce and like hated women and stuff. <laughs> but he, but they were like, okay, so they're gonna catch you because you called the Opie and Anthony show and told them about it. <laughs> this nationally syndicated show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's a little wild. Well, good thing you didn't call any radio shows and tell them that you were punching people and during tag. Otherwise, you might have got kicked out of your school. So I mean, yeah, glad you graduated. What (laughs) saved me was uh, the kid's dad actually was like, "It's not that big of a deal," like something like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, My son probably deserved it. (laughs) Like, look, my son's a douchebag. Honestly, I play with him all the time. He never listens to me when I say timeout. So I totally believe Drew. (laughs) Let the kids stay in school. (laughs) I belted him before too, so it is what it is. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll take care of him. I'll teach him timeout. I'll I'll put him in a time. I'll teach him timeout. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, I wonder all the he's doing. all the peaceful parenting people are going to be mad at us now. <laughs> talking about abusing kids. Yeah. Oh man, peaceful parenting. I believe in peaceful parenting, unless your kid fucking annoying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I believe in peaceful parenting and all that, but some of these fucking kids just need a bop every now and then. Oh, know? dude. Fair. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt my kid, but. <laughs> maybe a little well, not my kid but other people's kids. <laughs> right yeah I, I i'll be a peaceful parent for my kids but not for your kids fuck that exactly. i'm gonna hate your kids <laughs> dude thanks so much for coming on man this was a ton of fun like i this was great man I, I i had a blast with you um so for those that don't know who you are and what you do why don't you go ahead and fill them in um yeah so you can find me on twitter at twitter.com slash lockout days which i was shadow banned for like a week and now i'm unshadow banned which oh was great and uh yeah it's funny because you see my engagement and it just fell off a cliff while i was shadow banned so yeah that sucks but anyway i'm on odyssey.com which is odyssey.com slash at lockout days uh and then if you still watch youtube which uh (laughs) you know whatever you can find me on youtube youtube.com slash c slash lockout days um and on every platform you can just look me up by name drew hancock i'm like the most famous drew hancock (laughs) on the planet so you'll find me Uh, And then otherwise I work for Odyssey, which is also one of the sites where I have my videos. So go to odyssey.com, O-D-Y-S-E-E.com. Hey everybody, thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at NaptimeMemes. 
Also, check out naptimememes.com for pillows, blankets, t-shirts, all kinds of gear to take a nap in. Thanks again for watching, everybody. We'll see you back here next week.